Welcome once again to Not Playing with Lex and Dan. He's Dan. I am Dan. And I'm Lex. You are Lex. As uh, as you know, I hope uh, we watch movies that everybody else has seen, but that at least one of us has missed. And this time around, it's my turn. It's your turn, Lex. It's for a movie that you should really have seen. Uh, Lex hasn't seen it yet. Well, would you like to tell us what it is? Uh, it's called La Confidential. I think it's a it French, French film. It is French, indeed. <laughs> Fragile. <LA> Confidential. <laughs> about which I know nearly nothing. All right. Well, um, keep me up. What do you know? Anything? Uh, Kim Basinger. Basinger? Okay. Basinger. Basinger, I think. The former Mrs. Alec Baldwin. Yes. Uh, she stars Not in about it. that. That is irrelevant to this movie, but continue. Uh, I know that she stars in it. I know... Almost nothing else. I imagine wow. that it takes place in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, it seems from the title and the poster that it could be uh, noir-esque. Okay. Um, and it's tr- I truly, I mean, I know nothing about it. Well, that's it. exciting. I think this will be fun. I think you... I, I think, I, I, think I said to you after we recorded last time that I thought that this movie was known for being weird and twisty, and you were like, nope, that's that's not it. I, I would not classify this as like a super weird and twisty movie. Um, you know, there, there it is. There may be some twistiness in the plot, but I, I don't... I wouldn't call this anything like super weird. Okay. Okay. Um, that's that's all I know. But yeah, it's this is I think of all the movies we've watched that I haven't seen, this is the one that I about which I know the least. Okay. Well, I'm hoping you will have a good time with it. I think you will. I I'm not. I don't know if I'm willing to give you the Lex Friedman guarantee. Right. That did um, that did pan out pretty well for it me. It did though, pan out for well for Moon. But I I would say with a high degree of confidence, I think you will enjoy this movie. It may not be your favorite of all the movies we've watched, but I think you'll enjoy it. That's great. For all the time I've been aware of this movie. Um, I have assumed it would be one I wouldn't like, and I have no idea why I've assumed that. So I'm okay. excited to to be primed right, to well, be proven wrong. We'll see what happens. Um, before we launch into this week's feature. I'm glad you paused the podcast for a moment, Dan, because I want to tell our listeners about something important. How important is it? Is eh. it can it wait? Let's, no? let's, All right. let's Go, do it Let's now. do it now. Okay. I want them to help not playing stay awesome and free and wonderful. That sounds good to me. By completing a short anonymous survey. It will take no more than five minutes and your answers will help match our show with advertisers that best fit the sensibilities of our podcasts and its listeners like you, Dan. Hey, I, I heard that there there might be a good reason for me to fill out this survey. Well, listen, besides beyond just helping help the us, podcast, right. which is great, but like there's a little something, something extra, right? Listeners who complete the survey will be entered in an ongoing monthly raffle to win a $1 billion Amazon <laughs> gift card. Wait, I've read that wrong. Sorry, a $100 Amazon gift card. Think of all the movies that we watch that you could rent with a $100 gift card. And I don't know if everybody knows this, but each time when we post one of these episodes, if, you, if they go to the, the website, I think you can go to notplaying.net and it will redirect you to the website on The Incomparable. Uh, we, um, we give them links where they can go grab the movie to stream it from Amazon or from iTunes. And if they do that, we get, we get kickbacks. So they should do that. 
Yeah, it's it's not a lot. It's not like we're getting like totally loaded off this, but it's a nice way we to are. support, and it doesn't cost you anything extra if you're going to watch the movie anyways. So if you fill out this survey, I'm going to tell you how to get there now. We're not going to do anything with your email address other than email you if you win $100. So the only thing that ever happens with your email address is you win. And I can pretty much give you the Lex Friedman guarantee on that one because I invented the... Uh, I invented the survey gift card reward. You invented the survey? Yeah. So here's where you're going to go. Podsurvey.com slash not playing. That's podsurvey.com slash not playing to take our survey and get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. I should probably not fill this out, huh? You can fill it out. It's okay. What if I win? I'll have to, I'll donate it to someone. (laughs) We'll pick a random listener or something. (laughs) Well, I don't know about you, but now that I've filled out that survey, I am ready to watch L.A. Confidential. Well, that is excellent. I'm glad to hear it because that's what we're about to do. So we're going to fire up. I believe we're on a Amazon Instant Video. We thought this was available on Netflix, and it may have been when we checked last week, but it appears to no longer be there. Thanks, Netflix. <laughs> so we will go to Amazon Instant Video. You are free to go to iTunes. You are free to not watch the movie with us right now, but we hope that you will, and we hope that if you do, you will enjoy it. So we're over at Amazon Video. We are paused at the point when the Warner Brothers logo has faded to black. I've got about two hours, 17 minutes, and 38 seconds left on the clock. Yeah, it's a little bit of a long one tonight. It's a long one, so strap in. All right. Um, Are you ready, Lex? Yeah, tell me when to press play. All right, we're going to press play in three, two, one. This is good so far. Is that Regency? Is that going to be Regency? Oh, I totally nailed it. Doing a little dancing in my seat to this music. It's pretty hip. It sounds like Danny DeVito. It does sound like Danny DeVito. Or else. Russell Crowe. It's pronounced Crowey. <laughs> God, I forgot how good the cast in this movie is. Yeah, it's a lot of stars. This is set in the past. Good, good, good job. You nailed it. He's in UHF. Oh, good. I can connect stuff. Mickey Cohen gets a lot of, uh, shows up in a lot of movies. Yeah. He's a real guy. Ah, craps. Always naily on that. Worst. (laughs) 
Curtis Hansen, huh? Yep. I'll allow it. I think that's Officer Bud White. Not to be confused with Officer Bud Light. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a menorah? <laughs> I think it's the fake. We had one of those. It's like a fake candle, candelabra type thing. Now he's going to hit him with a telephone. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Russell Crowe humor. <laughs> I don't think that's who that is. I don't think they're dancing. It's not any dance that I know, and I'm an accomplished ballerina. Oh, man. Throw them a party. I don't think that's what they do. That's not it. I have a suggestion. Hell. No, that's where he's going. Christmas. That's Kevin Spacey. It is. Two movies two movies in a row. True. I always forget who that actor is, but he's super familiar looking. Yeah. <laughs> oh they use special effects to make him look short that's amazing uh oh Oh. 
Oh man, everybody's in this movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Has that guy always been old, Cromwell? James Cromwell? I think so. He's born old. No. No way. <laughs> Nuh-uh. No way. I wasn't thinking that. Oh, yeah, that I would do. No. (laughs) But they make me look boyish. I just had to start wearing glasses again for some things. I'm wearing my glasses right now. I can't even picture that. She's a nun. (laughs) I'm having none of that. A fingerprintless nun. She's probably horribly disfigured. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) If she's really a nun, I bet she doesn't have a love scene in this movie. That's the twist. She's not a nun. Oh, boy. I'm a little lost. (laughs) In theory, you have to identify that you're carrying a concealed weapon right away. I got a license for that, too. (laughs) They call me Bud. What a coincidence. I once had this happen to me. Did he think that was going to work, though? She's fine. Yeah.
I got license for those bullets, too. <laughs> yeah. Got one of those faces. If that booze is just for the two of them, that's a lot of booze. They're hard drinking. Of course, his name is Chip. He looks like a chip. Uh, he's going to bring his giant light anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's the mentalist. Man, he really should have seen that coming. You dropped something. Thanks. <laughs> oh, he really is there. I like grasshoppers. That's a good. Oh, it's not all for him. Good. <laughs> I want to say book him. Boy, I don't think I like these cops that much. Uh, you might not want to. One guys! good cop. Guys! Come on, guys! <laughs> oh, boy.
Boy, I do not like these cops at all, Dan. But I, I thought they were the good guys. <laughs> Are you an idiot? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they stuck him in. They stuck him in a locker. I don't think they can do that legally. <laughs> a soundproof one. It's like this is like high school all over again. Oh jeez. Oh man. Ron Rifkin on the left. Oh, jeez. He's a loose cannon. Is he going to go to Beverly Hills now? Needs a Fitbit.
Could that guy look any more weaselly? <laughs> guy Pierce? Do I know Guy Pierce from anything else? Uh, Memento. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen my face? <laughs> they stuffed me in a locker. The show. This is a theatrical police station. They sing, they dance. When he looks at the camera like that, it makes me think of House of Lies. I mean, cards. It's all, it's all canon. <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> I hope the next scene is him without his glasses walking into a wall. <laughs> Pretty close. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Clean and smart, also the name of my favorite deodorant. That sounds unpleasant. <laughs> it's, it's a long time. And shoot Just kidding. With them.
Hey, both guys are doing accents in this scene. Yeah. Yeah, floor mopping. Moving to boxes. Too many cliches when you're writing, Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, geez. Not very far. Yeah. <laughs> There's just someone holding a giant cardboard arrow in that picture. <laughs> Tastes like sugar. I doubt it. <laughs> yep, it was him. Ironic that. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't think anyone should snort cocaine with blood on it. Yeah, I wouldn't be interested. Oh, geez. <laughs> you know, I still live in Los Angeles. I don't yeah. remember any of these people. Man, I see him with a mug in a police station. All I can think is Kaiser Soze. Hey, you can see the boom mic at the upper right in that scene. <laughs> no, that's part of the police department. Whoa. It was totally there, though. Back it up. Ah, they're both from Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing the lowest stake game of poker ever. Can't wait till they invent the internet.
That's not how you use a phone. Here's my sandwich, too. <laughs> Yeah, all he did was beat up some guy. <laughs> he has to whistle. That's the best part. <laughs> oh, man. I just he, organized those. He really didn't see it coming? I guess I shouldn't have worn this sweater vest today. That's my chemistry textbook. <laughs> I was carrying a goodbye cake for you. <laughs> you look like you like cake. <laughs> Confidential. It's like the name of the movie. I'm French, like the name of the movie. <laughs> oh, don't hit don't my hit car. Don't hit my car. <laughs> well, they didn't flip me off. Today's going better than yesterday. Quitting times early. Nice. I'm going to fight off everybody else who's, oh, there's yeah. nobody here. Dibs. Shotgun dead guy. <laughs> Incidentally, you, also how he was killed. You shotgun in your own car. I said no one. You just let me in the front door. You're fired. He's a bit of a germaphobe. <laughs> Does that mean he's from Germany? Yep. That looks like a place I would enjoy eating in. Whoever, <laughs> those burned hamburgers, those that's murder. Moida. I suspect someone was killed here. <laughs> <laughs> they just promoted me to detective. <laughs> and my conclusion is this food would have been delicious. Okay. This now, guy stopped and had dinner before leaving. A chair was knocked over right here. And then ketchup smeared all the way up to the kitchen. He's quite the detective. <laughs> he probably did not go in there. <laughs> A 
I'm sorry, you're not allowed in that room. It's for men only. Bloody hell. What the? Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. Wow, that's a lot of murder. That's like the bulk rate on murder. Yeah. That's murderific. Cheese. I <laughs> like look on him. Guy Pierce's <laughs> face. Mm. And we're not even sure they were all men. You were right. Shotguns. OMG. Hello? <laughs> Are you hiding? Someone's in here. He's not very smart. Oh, man. Oh, geez. Really? That's extra dickish. <laughs> he likes his hot dogs extra dickish. <laughs> One of the last things that guy did was knock over my box. This is the worst show ever. <laughs> I'm blind. I can see her blink. Yeah. She's gone. <laughs> Got any more questions for me? <laughs> they spelled night wrong. Well, formerly one of our own. Or the right place at the wait? No. I love right that guy. here. I'm right here. 
Nope. Nobody even wants to sit next to him. I love it. <laughs> it's literally the only empty seat in the room. <laughs> hey, that's a great idea. Man, everybody wears their tie clasps. Wow. I'm your goddamn partner. <laughs> oh, I really thought it said BBQ and Cat Hospital back there. Then I walk over there and hit the balls back over. I'll leave my putts over here. <laughs> I will keep my club, though. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Where was my invitation? Touche. He was buzz cut. Downtown. <laughs> it's Ossifer White.
All in porn. <laughs> Whatever you desire. <gasps> I really wanted that guy to say, I must ask you a question, but he didn't. Why, yes, it is. What a surprise. <laughs> okay, going home now. He's got away with people. <laughs> Heart. <laughs> that guy deserves an Oscar for that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking maybe she's not a nun. I I don't know. Seems seems impossible. Like me. Went great. <laughs> Yikes. So there. Snap. I'm not that good a prostitute. 
Heyo. Those are big words. <laughs> but you already met him. I meant to say, I would not like to see you again. I think that her character should start wearing bright red lipstick at some point. It would really make it pop. Yeah. That guy's punchy. Why don't you come up here and talk to me? Mr. Mr. Policeman to you. <laughs> I guess that's technically true. I don't think they're going to give his brother a break. You guys are liars. Not getting shot by you. Ha, 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 ha. 
guys, could you stop playing the drums? We're trying to be quiet here. I like the guy in the lead is the guy with no glasses. <laughs> Don't kill them? This is like a backdoor pilot for The Wire. Oh, I dance them. I wear glasses. I'll break them with kindness. <laughs> That's great. Medical marijuana.
not red devils. What? Oh my no I don't see a guilty sign. <laughs> They're always thinking these guys. So which one was the bad cop? <laughs> it's the bad cop and worst cop. <laughs> bad bad cop and bad badass cop? Damn it, locked. Well, they're guilty of having a dirty can't window. Wait till they, can't wait till they invent credit cards. It'll be so much easier. <laughs> it's more of a screen.
TV shows just sounded way more awesome back then. I was then. just going to say, can you think of anything worse than being caught by the police while this was what was on? <laughs> I think I've got the wrong house. Oh, boy. I meant the other left. Knock, knock. That's got to be pretty funny. I don't think that was the most legal way for him to handle that. How about that? that yeah, legal? that was totally legal. I like that there's tape on the trigger so you can't pull fingerprints. Don't write reports. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, these cops are not all just one big team. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, everyone's going to be, everyone's going to be friends. Should probably always. (laughs) (laughs) The drugstore. The only guy. (laughs) Don't all rush at once. (laughs) Can't wait till they invent contact lenses. Or laser surgery. (laughs) It only lasts 10 years. I found that out first. I. Sorry, buddy. Not found. (laughs) I was going there. You beat me to it. 
Everyone's watching shitty TV shows. That's <laughs> all that was on back then. Boy, they're really gunning for this guy. See what I did. I think they got a shot. God, if I wear glasses, it would have protected my eyes. I have an idea. I could run. I've never run before. It's liberating. Ooh. Going down? Nice shot. I'm guessing. I think it's pronounced shotgunned. <laughs> He's Irish. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of him, too. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> my name rhymes with that word space is like that was on my line if only there were any good words that rhymed with my name mex tex vex rex yeah those are all good hex These are great shots. How do you? (laughs) Sexy, sexy photographs. Yeah, they didn't think about traffic back then. It's a freeway.
I've been saving that one. The end. <laughs> Little stalkerish. Pizza delivery. <laughs> Here's your pizza. I seem to have forgotten my pants. What's <laughs> up? Is, Is that, that a euphemism? euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the bedroom. I think the tour is complete. <laughs> Would you like to see the door again? This is my personal bedroom. I've been to Arizona. Have you? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> yes, that is a euphemism. I've actually been to Delaware. This shirt is way too small on me. <laughs> These are supposed to be long sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard you're a tailor. I'm a gladiator. This jacket make my shoulders look fat. <laughs> Why did you just walk through that plant, Danny? We met. 
awkward. Now say it again into this microphone. My favorite kind of activity. I've been there. I don't understand. What were you doing? real $50 bill.
That's a hell of a tip. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Oh, you fell asleep on the floor. That's embarrassing. I know these motels are nice, but... Uh-oh. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> now he'll never be the mentalist. We don't really talk. Where's that piano player? Kind of long, but okay. there's your headline. They need more dress shops in Brisbee. Best pillow talk ever. I mean, who hasn't had this happen? Hmm. It's probably became an ass kicker. <laughs> You ask a lot of questions, lady.
like killing people. I mean, I mean, you're not smart enough, but. <laughs> Just smart enough. These are really nice, artsy. Looks like an iPhone 5S took those photos. Just like saying the name. Thank you. Nobody ever thinks the morgue guy. It's a badge. A ruckus, you say? And I do. He does like not listen to much that that lady says. <laughs> A dirty rat. 
By the way, I'm a terrible liar. I make beer downstairs. <laughs> we have extremely flatulent dogs in the basement. Oh, a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> and a daddy. Oh, nice shoes. He's already dead. Uh -huh. oh, rats. <laughs> if that wallet says badass motherfucker, I'm going to be really impressed. That's a reference to a movie you haven't seen, though. <laughs> Not all of. Hey. Hey. And say buzz on this though. <laughs> the rats had it. <laughs> I just like looking at it sometimes. <laughs> so shiny. Poor lady. That's not exactly true.
said so in the script. It's the hours. See what I did there? I got it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Guess like a union or something? Oops. <laughs> Gratitude? Thank you. Come again. Big hands. Not a metaphor. <laughs> Whoa. Can't wait till they emit smartphone cameras. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that's a woman. <laughs> you know, Exley's never seen one before.
know, if he hadn't worn those glasses, his glasses wouldn't be wet right now. His eyes would be wet. See, he's got some personality. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That was deep, man. Life is hard, man. Need to figure out how to dial this thing. Danny DeVito is always working. That's how I hit on you. I I don't know what that means. (laughs) Have you met him? (laughs) (laughs) He can't handle his butt wipe. It's great taste and less filling. Get a room, lady. 
she loves saying his name. <laughs> Super awkward. Fairly awkward, I would agree. Got stood up. Oh. If it's important, come on in. Well, I did not see that coming. I really wanted his dying words to be ouch but they Just weren't the facts How could you, Cromwell? I loved you in Babe. 
I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I got problems. <laughs> so many problems. Does a lot of acting with his face. Golf mainly. I was thinking Glee Club. I don't know what these are. I don't think these cuffs are his protection. I need that. That's my leg.
He's got anger management issues. He's got a lot of management issues. I guess it was typecasting. Oh, you're ruining those pictures, man. Awkward. That's not me. That's not me. Do I really look like that? <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, man. Don't use the title of his own publication against him while he's dying. If we've learned one thing, it's that violence is always the answer. I only know how to solve problems with my fists. Oh, 
Oh. Ow. My face. <laughs> I feel better now. So, uh, what you reading? <laughs> Heard any good jokes lately? Friends forever. <laughs> you may not. <laughs> sort of. Sure. I mean, no. <laughs> Did he just leave on us? I think he just left on us. 
But hey, free office. Oh, that's really dangerous right now. What? I don't think we've been introduced. <laughs> that is not very secure. No. sleeping <laughs> in a pool I have my suspicions. Awkward. Going for the French look.
They all drive really old cars in this movie, I've noticed. <laughs> I mean, all the cool cops drive classic cars. Till they invent texting. <laughs> I always carry two shotguns. <laughs> hey, at least he has his glasses. That's not how you sleep on a mattress. What a kidder. For serious. It's really loud. <laughs> A lot of birds out there.
just got shot a little. <laughs> Both. Guys, where's the fire? I guess he was answering his questions wrong the whole time, Dan. Definitely could shoot a guy in the back. He didn't know his own power. James Cromwell's last words were, babe. (laughs) How can this pig talk? (laughs) And then they riddled him with bullets. (laughs) I mean, everyone else there was a cop too, right? (laughs) In theory.
Got that? Everybody got that? Well, that sounds pretty cut and dried. <laughs> Decades are years. He's amassing quite a bunch of them. <laughs> It's a good thing his left arm was the one that got broken shot. <laughs> you know, if she really becomes that fond of everybody she has sex with, she's in the wrong business. Or the right business, I guess. I don't know. It's got a heart of gold. You're looking a little cheeky. Friends forever. We're pros. I was trying to say I love you. Good one. Read that, read that in a fortune cookie once.
a really high side view mirror. Like they get to sit in back. He needs room to stretch out. You know how it is. God damn it. Where are my glasses? (laughs) Well, Lex, I've got some news for you. Do you? It's on the QT. Very hush hush. All right. What is the news? You have seen L.A. Confidential. Well, how about that? How about that indeed? So, wow, that's a... See, Simon Baker Denny he was credited as before he was just Simon Baker. I guess he decided that sounded cooler, the mentalist. I guess so. Night Owl Suspects. (laughs) They don't even get names. So, So indeed, what did you think? I'm interested to know. Well... I'll tell you, I th- I thought it was okay. Just okay? Just okay. Really? I'm sorry to let you down. I'm, I'm sorry little, to let everyone down. I, I, I mean, I don't know about everybody. You let me down a little bit, but I, I, tell me more. So I thought it was, you know, uh, well acted. And I thought the story was well written. I felt like the pacing was slow. And that's not, you know, geez, it's a two-hour, 17-minute movie, so it's too long. I don't mind a long movie. It just felt like oftentimes things went slower than they had to without benefiting the story by virtue of their slowness. Hmm. See, I, I, I feel like maybe we're just accustomed to movies that move at so much at a faster pace these days. I kind of like the fact – I'm a fan of movies that are kind of like a slow burn, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. one of the things I like about this movie. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, it takes its sweet time setting up all the pieces. Um, But for me, you know, I feel like that's part of the joy of it is that it takes all this, it like, it takes this very deliberate approach to, all right, we're going to start like laying these breadcrumbs and positioning these things and it's all going to pay off in the end, which I think it does. Um, But yeah, you're, you're right. It is a, it is a slower movie. I mean, and... I don't know. For me, that that appeals to me. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think I like that it's very painstaking about that. Um, because the thing for me when I first saw this movie, the thing for me that kind of won me over is they do spend the majority of this movie setting up these two guys to hate each other, right? Right. From the get go, I mean, they're they're totally like polar opposites, right? You know. Uh, white is like, you know, kind of the, he's the, he's the, the, brute. By the right. Yeah. But he's, but he's like, he's got a heart of gold, right? You know, he's doing things for the right reason, but he, he's, you know, the ends justifies the means to him. Whereas, you know, Exley's got sort of the whole like political system wired and he's, he also means well, like, I think they both have good, you know, good, me, good um intentions, but they have very different ways of accomplishing it. And in the end, it ends up becoming kind of a, like, it requires both of them, right? It doesn't, neither of them could do it on their own. Uh, and I like that. And I like that there's, you get that Kevin Spacey does a great job here with the sort of, he's kind of bridging them. You know, he's somewhere in the middle there. Um, and I really enjoy his performance here as sort of the world weary cop, you know, he's now just in it for the fame and the money. 
Um, but he kind of gets into it at the end, and that's the sad part. Like, you know, he finds himself just in time to get killed <laughs> for right. getting too close, which is, is heartbreaking. And I love, I mean, I don't know. It's, you know, it's, I like the, I like a movie that can pull that off, that can make you feel like, oh God, if only he had, you know, just picked up on it a second earlier. And it's so brutal, right? Like the way he gets killed. Right. So I don't know. I mean, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of noir. So I think that, you know, my love of the genre probably helps with this. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I really, I, I really enjoyed, this is only the second time I think I've seen this movie. Gotcha. Okay. But I, but I still really enjoyed it. Well, so I guess what I would say is, I I mean, I appreciated what you're describing. Like those were, it was, I mean, I, I so you're right. Like it, it, the story is well-structured. And, you know, they they don't rush anything, but it felt to me like the opposite. It felt in some senses like it was, it was drawn out for the sake of it. And I didn't feel like it benefited the the story. Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't have even changed the, the, the script as written. I think for me, it was about the direction. I think that there were just, you know, shots that lingered for too long and moments that I, I didn't identify them at the time while we were watching because that would have kind of interrupted the watching part. But, uh, you know, there were just times when there were, were shots that didn't seem like they had any purpose. <laughs> um, I will say, I thought Kevin, Kevin Spacey was really good. I'm never a huge, um, Russell Crowe fan. Um, I uh, me neither. Although I think this is, if you have to pick a movie to like him in, I think this is a good one because he kind of just plays, you know, he plays a thug, right? Right. And he does the it well. The part he was born to play. Well, yeah. I mean, I I think it's hard to, for me, it's hard to point to a bad performance in this movie other than perhaps James Cromwell's Irish accent, which is not as bad as Sean Connery's Irish accent. Yeah, it is bad, though. The it Irish is accent bad. is bad. It was it was unnecessary, too. That's the thing. Right. You could have just had James Cromwell being James Cromwell and it would have been fine. Right, and who doesn't love James Cromwell being James Cromwell? Yeah, I mean, especially because you're you're so predisposed to trust him. Yes. Um, so, yeah. I don't, well, so here here's my question then, because the movie I mentioned last week, I think that it would this was most reminiscent to me of a movie that we had watched before, which obviously was The Untouchables. Yes. How would you rank this vis-a-vis The Untouchables? Uh, well, I mean, I liked The Untouchables more. Really? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I I don't know what the untouchables I feel like um cuz they're very similar right I yes. think there is a, a strong degree of similarity between these two movies Yeah no I that's definitely true The untouchables I just feel I think felt like uh I I'm going to feel redundant now but it felt like there was uh you know I didn't have this this issue of feeling like there was wasted space like it felt like everything was moving the story forward in ways that you know, you take out that scene and the movie's less good. But I, I, I don't know. I, this felt a little bit fluffy to me. Now, I still, I can recognize the goodness of the movie. Like, I, I, I liked a lot of it. I don't regret having watched it. I don't begrudge you having shown it to me. That's, that's good. Yeah, I'm mad at you for showing it to me. But, you know, it's, um, I, I don't know. Like, it, it I, I saw before we watched it that it was long. I saw that it had a long running time when we loaded it up on Amazon. But I don't. You know, I don't typically mind a longer movie. I'm fine with that. It just, it, it, it felt long. 
you know, and it's a long movie. You want to not even notice that it's long because the whole thing feels so important and relevant or whatever. But this one, it, it, it felt to me a little bit draggy. Maybe like you're saying, maybe it's because I'm a child of, I don't know, the MTV generation, which I don't really feel like I am. But, you know, maybe I need quicker cuts and faster story. But I don't I don't really think that about myself and my ability to enjoy film. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like for me, a lot of those slower scenes, there's a tension in them. That I kind of, and maybe, you know, having seen the movie before, it helps to kind of, you know, follow along as they're picking out all these clues here and there and sort of play along with the connecting them, etc. But yeah, I guess I don't know. It didn't, I still was, I was anticipating that last half an hour or so, which is really like the team up moment, because I, I absolutely love that that moment in the film I, I that that point where it turns you know after the fist fight into you know let's be let's team up is to me the heart of the film and i think you know they do such a great job of turning that like that become that's the climax right right and for me it builds really well to that point because of all this the the slow deliberate stuff that's gone before some of which does seem you know kind of irrelevant like for example I don't know. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of stuff in here because you go back all the way to the beginning to the part with like the brawl on Christmas Eve. Right. You know, which is not directly relevant, but there's there's character building stuff in there. And some of it, you know, the stuff at the liquor store ends up being related to the plot. Um, So, you know, I feel like there's a lot of stuff of import. I can see your point that maybe there are some things that are, you know, a director being a little too in love with certain shots. But at the same time. I know there's a, there is a lot of great cinematography in this movie sure, and they do a, a great job of capturing this particular era. Cause right. It's a set piece too, is the other yes. part of it. Um, and it feels more true to that time period in some way than I think the untouchables does. The untouchables feels a little bit more like a modern take on a, you know, it's huh. set. It's to me, it felt more anachronistic. The untouchables. I think there right. are parts of that, that strike me as, um, you know, we're looking at this through a modern lens, whereas I feel like this in some ways was a lot truer to the time period, but that's, yeah, I, to me, my take on that is that it felt like, um, in the untouchables, uh, you know, the, the creators of the film were in love with the characters and here they were in love with the era in LA confidential. Uh, I guess that's fair. Although I, I really enjoy the characters. I mean, Oh, sure. I mean, I think that, uh, that Guy Pierce is excellent. I mean, always he's a great, a great actor. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he, he developed, his character could have been more, uh, one note or one dimensional, I think. Sure. Um, in a lot of ways, especially early on before his, his big turning moment near the end there. But, uh, I thought that he, he, you know, he imbibed that character with a lot of believability and humor and, and, you know, you got it very quickly with him. And I like that. I always think that's good. I'm kind of surprised uh, now, having seen the movie that, you know, the, the posters got uh, Kevin Spacey and Kim Basinger and you know, neither of them is really the the star of the film. True. Although I think both of them, as I recall, uh, well, she won Best Supporting Actress for this, um, which I remember. I think Spacey might have been nominated. Um, it was nominated for nine Academy Awards and won two. Best uh, Basinger won for Best Actress, and Curtis Hansen and Brian Helgland run for Best Adapted Screenplay. But it was also nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Production Design, Cinematography, Film Editing, Score, Sound. Up against Titanic, right? Yeah, up against Titanic, which is kind of a, unfortunately a rough year since <laughs> I think it was probably, I've seen both. 
I'd say this is a better movie. <laughs> you want to talk about a long movie that kind of drags? Talk about Titanic. I, you know, Titanic gets a lot of fluff or a lot of hate guff. or something. It gets a lot of, it takes a lot of guff. And I think I've only seen it once, but I liked it. I, I didn't dislike it. It's a gripping movie, but I don't, I don't know. To me, it doesn't hold up as well. Maybe I'm just not as interested in it. I like crime movies. And, and so that's it. Like, I'm a big fan of crime movies. So I was trying to... I, I sometimes think about, and I guess it's relevant in the context of this very podcast, but, you know, when you're a movie reviewer, at what point have you decided whether the movie is good or bad? Like, do, does the movie critic not r- truly have an opinion on the movie until it's concluded? I don't think that's how it works. I think, you know, at some point you're like, you know, this is leaning towards my thumbs up or my thumbs down situation. And then by the end you have your conclusion. And so when I saw that I was, you know, merely okay with the movie and not in love, I was trying to identify it. And I think, you know, I said at the top that it was a movie that always gave me the impression that I wouldn't like it. And luckily that doesn't, you know, prejudice me. I can go in and watch a movie, but it's because I think I'm not great at period pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, I really like the Godfather, which I don't think makes me unusual and which right. I know you haven't seen or you haven't seen the sequels or you haven't seen I've any seen two. I've seen the first one. Okay. But so like the Godfather is more than just a, a period piece, but like that one I like, but there are, I always seem, I feel like I do better with um, movies set closer to present day a lot of the time. That for some reason, I, I I think I get taken out of the story a little bit sometimes when I'm also dealing with, I guess, the older stuff. You know, the, the less of this day and age stuff. Those distracting old cars. Right. The distracting old cars and the 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 inappropriate ter- the derogatory terms for various minorities and the hey, let's be terrible, terrible policemen. <laughs> no, well, I mean all of which was probably accurate. So right, you know right. I, I mean I agree with that, and that's kind of why I like this movie because they you know, we do at least have characters to root for who are not, you know, even even white who's part of the system, you know, comes around, right? And I think that's <laughs> I mean, you know, I think there's something there's something to they they are heroes in a certain sense, even if they're they do you know crappy stuff along the way. Uh, they're rede- he he has a redemptive character ultimately, um, and I think that's that's what I like about. It. But for me, I I think I probably come at it from the other side where this is a genre that I love. Um, I mean, I love old noir movies. Hence your uh, affection for uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> Um, but like there, I'm just like flipping through and, you know, the Wikipedia article and they mentioned Chinatown. I don't know if you've seen Chinatown. I have not. Chinatown is another great movie. I mean, but that's, that's said a little earlier, but it's, uh, you know, very, very similar to this in some ways. It's got a very similar take on that. Um, are there lots of double crossings? There's a little less of that. It's more of a, it's closer. Chinatown's closer to like a uh, Maltese Falcon in some ways with a little more of the modern, you know, sensibilities. It's a little more uh, ribald. It's not quite the right word, but like, you know, it's a little more stark in its portrayal of things than some of those older movies. Although most of those weren't picnics either, but I love, you know, Raymond Chandler and Dashiell Hammett. And that to me, I think they do a great job here. You know, if you view this movie as an homage, it kind of, it hits all the right notes, which is one of the things I really like about it. What's interesting to me is that I clearly have a minority opinion here, and I, I, I'm surprised. That's that there fine. Are, That's fine. No, but I mean, I'm looking like uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 99% fresh rating, 85 out of 86 positive reviews. 
I mean, we're it, all wrong sometimes. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but so it's it's what's it's weird to me on two fronts. It's weird to me that a movie that's ninety nine percent fresh is one that I knew nothing about going in. Like I couldn't tell you anything about it other than Kim. <laughs> Um, and then to not like it, 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 you know, it makes me, uh, it makes me nervous. It makes it like, what's wrong with me? (laughs) Luckily the audience score is only 94%. It's only the the critic score that's 99%. There's going to be, uh, there's going to be some tension going into the rest of this season as we, you know, explore our differences in, in film taste. I think it's going to be interesting to see how that develops because, uh, I think in some places our opinions do diverge very strongly on what kind of movies we like, and sometimes they intersect too. But like, right, right. it's in- I think that's part of the interest of this is is seeing what each of us thinks is a a really good movie that we enjoy. And so, what was fun for me last time was you know picking Moon, knowing that like it was in the bag, like you were gonna like it, I didn't have to worry. And you were you, you were careful this time. You were like, you know, I, I think you're gonna like it, but I'm not saying I'm not giving it the Dan Moore guarantee. And I think that was right. Like, I, I again, I, I don't regret having watched it. It's it, it's whatever it is. I can't, and I wish I could do better. And I'm gonna think about it before next week. All right. But well, whatever it is about it, it, yeah, it's like it's just it's like it's not the kind of movie I love. Interesting. Yeah, I'm no, I'm 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 honing it. See, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take all these data points of movies that you've seen. You know, we should go back as is actually like we should assign ratings to the movies we've watched and right. see if we can predict create based our own on sort that. of Netflix scoring system. Right, yeah. Let's see if we can predict when we pick a movie if the other person will like or not based on our patented not playingometer. I think people would be interested. Maybe we can get maybe we can get our uh our listeners involved in this in some way and they can pick movies they think one of us will enjoy. Yeah. I'd be, I'd love to take their suggestions. So in, we have, in, we have gotten a few on Twitter. There have been some people who have suggested some movies. I can't remember what the, there was someone suggested one recently that we had both seen. Oh, um, uh, one I had seen kind of recently. I feel like too. Yeah. I can't, I, I think it was on, uh, yeah, I'm going to totally forget now. I, I think, I think it had to do, it was based on a book too. Um, Right? Oh, the Prestige, the Prestige. That's yes, because right. I had read the book. I read the book years before the movie came out, and then yeah, I think we both liked the movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, but sadly, we both seen it, so it is not eligible for not playing. So you know, in one sense, when I'm looking at the list here of of movies that you haven't seen, when I'm thinking about what we should watch next time, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like certainly Goodfellas is right in the. <laughs> John Syracuse right, will but, crucify right. John us. Syracuse would go, he'd be very angry if we watched that on and this he's show. he's like one of the like 30 people that listens to this show. So we really can't make him angry. <laughs> right. it's, it wouldn't be worth it. We're going to lose a, a large chunk of the audience. So what I think I'm going to do, and I don't remember whether I like this movie genuinely or if I only kind of like it nostalgically. Because I, I think oh, I've only wow, seen it two sounds... or three times. Okay. But I thought, why don't we carry over the Danny DeVito? Why don't we make him be the oh no the tie that binds? Okay, that, and all right. It'll be, uh, you know, I believe it'll be Arnold Schwarzenegger's first appearance on Not Playing. Why do I feel like we had a movie with him before? Did <laughs> we? Did. I don't think we did, but for some reason, I've just like I feel like I've seen an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie recently. But <laughs> that's that's totally just my head. Have you figured out the movie? Oh, I think I figured out the movie. It's not. It's not Junior where Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> gets pregnant. Is it the movie version of Taxi? <laughs> also, no. Because I would watch it, that. It is Twins. Yes. And I, I'm picking it because I think we both kind of liked Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, sure. 
and it feels of the Eddie Murphy comedy era, even though Eddie Murphy it does. I was it. gonna, you know, I was thinking the same thing as you mentioned. I'm like, I don't think Eddie Murphy's in that, but it sounds like it feels like an Eddie Murphy right. movie. And we'll talk about it next week, I'm sure. But uh, okay. at some point, they talked about making a sequel. Yes, where Tri- Eddie triplets? Murphy, yeah, he's like the be third a, brother or yeah. something. Yeah, I heard, I did hear about that. Well, that, so, is, that is very interesting. You have that to look forward to. All right. I'm, but, uh, I am looking forward to it. I, I thank you for showing this to me because I, I honestly, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, you know, pride and prejudice. I wouldn't have read unless the teacher made me in high school and uh, LA Confidential. I wouldn't have watched unless you were watching it with me. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> well, it's it's good to see movies that are beloved, even if you don't join the belovingness so well, i'm appreciative and it's, yeah it's good to see it's good to see things there are there are things i think that are i think this is i hesitate to say objectively a good movie but like i think it's one of those it's technically a good movie we'll put it that way i believe it it's a well-made movie uh, even I'm if you don't man. like it if you know if you don't like it and have the like affinity for it i think you can take a step back and say you know there's a lot of great technical elements here even if it didn't elicit that that feeling in me that's right I mean, as we're wrapping this up it's it's after 11 p.m where you and i are it's past your bedtime i'm an old man with three kids who wake up in the six o'clock hour so i wonder you know if, if i was watching this sunday at 10 in the morning maybe i would have liked it a little bit more i don't know well what are you doing on sunday uh, i'm watching la confidential all there over again Excellent. but with our commentary track <laughs> <laughs> wow that just got meta <laughs> Well, I'll see you next week, Dan. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm looking forward to it totally sounded scripted. And now I say, me too, brother. Great. I'm glad I finally found my glasses and you got shot in the cheek. <laughs> <laughs>